0: Back to the killing fields of KwaZulu-Natal, where political ambitions are often advanced with bullets. We speak to Francois Rogers, the provincial leader of a democratic alliance. Welcome, sir.
1: Good morning, Chris, uh, and good morning to your viewers.
0: Can you please give us an update on the assassination of a chief whip in the only municipality in the province that is under DA control?
1: Yes, I can. Uh, this happened um, at uh, 7.30 on, uh, I think it was Tuesday evening, if I remember correctly. Um, and two armed gunmen arrived at Enzo in Lobo councillor in Glovo's house. Um, they fired two shots through the door and then broke the door down. Uh, they then pursued Insalayenzo into his bedroom when it, uh, an additional eight shots were fired, which obviously... Um, killed him, Uh, so 10 shots in all were fired. The shots were uh, fired at point-blank range. This was in front of his five-year-old daughter, uh, his wife, Pretty, and their little six-month-old baby and the nanny. The uh, perpetrators then fled the scene. and Nothing was removed. Uh, There was no theft involved. And, uh, you know, luckily there was no other further injury to those uh, in the home.
0: Did the hitman say anything? that the family reported back to you?
1: At this stage, I haven't got that information. I'm going up to, to Howick today uh, to go and pay my condolences to the family and to uh, obtain some more information. But I'm not aware that there was any communication.
0: What are the indications that this was a political killing and not a personal matter?
1: We we believe it was politically motivated. Um, a few days ago, in Salienzo <coughs> had raised with the mayor, that there were certain threats uh, against him relating to the disconnection of illegal electricity uh, connections uh, in an area on uh, just south of Bupomeni, um where there's some large mansions on Ngonyama Trust land. Uh, some of those houses have now installed their own uh, substations and have Ill- uh, illegally connected to the municipality, and a disconnection process was underway. This was reported to the Mpupemeni-Saps police station, uh, but uh, clearly there was no action taken at that stage. And we now sit uh, with the death of a father and a husband and a counsellor.
0: What has the police response been to his killing?
1: Well, as I say, the only positive that I can take out of the police's response, firstly, it took them hours to arrive on the scene. Nobody was answering the telephone at the Mpupemeni police station. Um, the only positivity out of this is that the the special task team dealing with uh, political killings uh, arrived on the scene yesterday, and one would hope that they would be able to expedite uh, the arrest uh, of these of these perpetrators
0: what were uh, what all were reported to the police at the time when he received threats?
1: Well, um, there were some there were some um, senior uh, leaders uh, in in the traditional area uh, who seemed to have been implicated. I certainly don't want to divulge any names at the stage. I don't think it would be wise to do so. So, the information about the threats against Jaleenzo uh, uh, and those people involved uh, had been reported to to the SEPS,
0: and but no action was taken.
1: Well, you see, this is one of the biggest problems we have. If you look back at the Morani Commission, which was a commission that was instituted some six to eight years ago about uh, political killings in the province, um, none of those uh, recommendations have, have even been addressed. And one of the serious uh, um, resolutions uh, in that Morani Commission is, is about intelligence and SAP's intelligence. You know, nobody wakes up in the morning and decides they're going to kill uh, a public figure. Uh, it's a planned, orchestrated, uh, detailed uh, event. And uh, that sort of information is divulged uh, in, in into the community. It's not an isolated incident. And what's more, we had evidence which we gave to SAPs, and yet they didn't act on it. So that's part of the problem. And this is why we believe, and I've been calling for some time now, for political leaders in the province of KwaZulu-Natal to sit around a table, to have a dialogue with an independent chairperson, and look at the recommendations contained in the Morani Commission, and start implementing them. It's our responsibility. We're leaders. But sad to say that of all the political parties I approached in the province, only one responded. The rest uh, haven't even bothered to respond, which I'm afraid is a sad indictment. On, on some of the political leaders and some of the parties in our province.
0: Now, when I last spoke to the mayor uh, in that municipality, Christopher Pappas, he confirmed that he too had received threats. How are you going to keep him safe? I know he's taking a break from his premiership campaign now to mourn, but when he returns, surely he'll be in grave danger too.
1: Well, obviously we have to re-look at the security we have around certain of our, of our individuals. And we need to beef up that, that security. Um, you know, the, the, the sad reality is a security doesn't come at no cost. It comes at a financial cost. And it just purely means that the more we pay uh, on VIP protection and security, the less money there is for, for service delivery. So, you know, we find ourselves in a, in a really sad space. We find ourselves uh, probably six to seven months away from an election. And one would hope that the political violence that we've experienced in the past and what we as a party experienced uh, two days ago is not going to start, start escalating. But yes, we would have to review uh, security around a certain of our public representatives. But having said that, we're, we're not going to go into a hole and, and avoid this, this campaign going into 2024. We'll continue to do our job. I think it's important. I think good will triumph, evil, and uh, you know, democracy must prevail. And we, as the DA, will be the leader and the front runners uh, in that in that process.
0: Why do you think KZN is the home of hitmen, uh, the place where where political scores are are, are settled, you know, by the gun?
1: Well, you know, I think uh, the province has a, has a dreadful history and a dreadful past about political violence uh, going back uh, some years. Yesterday, I engaged with His Majesty the King. Uh, I paid a courtesy visit, and one of the issues we discussed was, in fact, political violence, not just on, on public representatives, but the traditional leadership in our province. So I, I think it's, a, it's a, an historical... Um, Uh, lack of of toleration uh, amongst uh, political leaders and and senior structures. That again, you know, the Morani Commission talks about, it comes up with resolutions, and uh, the late king uh, made it very clear that we should not in any way tolerate uh, political violence and killings. And I think, you know, the lack of consequence uh, when it comes to this type of of killing, uh, you know, makes it very easy uh, for these hitmen to be able to operate in the political space and in the traditional leadership leadership uh, space. So, you know, it's, it's, it's consequence and it's swift consequence. Otherwise, it just becomes a means to an end for people to, to make money and to eliminate those who are trying to do their job.
0: Indeed, thank you very much. That was Francois Rogers, the provincial leader of the Democratic Alliance, speaking to Biznews. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Chris.